Hey, you're listening to the Time and Talks podcast. I'm your host, Dejal V. Patel, and this is the place where we have refreshingly real talks about the biggest problems moms face in motherhood and life and the spiritual solutions to solve them. If you're ready to reset your mindset with some major truth bombs, well then, let's dive in. Welcome to the Time and Talks podcast. I'm so happy you're here. Today we have a big episode, a big topic, one that I am so deeply passionate about, something that I know that you probably have not heard much of. It is about pressing the reset button on the spiritual ego. And this episode is kind of like a part two of last week's episode, which was all about pressing the reset button on being at war with your ego. So I definitely urge you to listen to that episode first before you dive into this one. And I'm going to give you a short recap of what I went through. So every single one of us are on a similar quest. We are trying to create the best life experience that we can create based on what we have available. And whether we realize it or not, we are on a spiritual journey of awakening, of growing, of trying to reach the highest consciousness and evolution as possible. And so we have this ego confine, this false mass, this story, which is a necessary part of the journey, which is, and so the journey is all about awakening out of your ego and embodying the wisdom of your soul. But in that journey from ego to soul, there is a pit stop that many of us do not even know of. And this pit stop is the spiritual ego land. And today we're going to dish all about it. The goal here is not to get stuck into spiritual ego land. And I'm trying to escort you the best way possible to ride through this. When I even used the term a couple weeks ago, spiritual ego, in one of my posts, I had so many people reach out. I have never heard that word. Oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. I can't wait to listen and learn more. Well, here it is. This is everything that I've learned about it over the last year and a half as I've helped myself navigate through this realm and this phase of the spiritual journey. And I want you to recognize first and foremost that no one is immune to it. If you are a spiritual seeker, if you're a born again Christian, if you're having one of those moments where you're tired of your old life and you're awakening out of your ego story and confine and then you're going into this new realm of trying to get embodied into your soul. Spiritual ego land is a pit stop that we all take, whether we want to admit it or not. The spiritual ego is the most enticing part of the ego. It is strong armored and it is very tricky because many of us don't even realize that we are in the ego. So this podcast is really going to help you dissect what the spiritual ego is, how to know when you're in the realm of the spiritual ego, how do you know when you're moving out of the spiritual ego and how to actually do that and to move into the realm of embodying the wisdom of your highest self or your soul. So in this new post-COVID life that we're living, many of us are having awakening. I think the sheer fact of being in quarantine, Black Lives Matter, just everything that's been thrown at us all at once is showing us underneath the foundation of who we are as a society and as humanity, what needs to be brought to the surface to be purged. And so many of us are going through this awakening process, awakening out of our ego into 
this realm of I want to be better. I want to be the best version of myself. And I go into this in such detail in last week's episode. But what happens is that when you're awakening out of the ego, the ego tries to reinvent itself with the more spiritually themed persona. You see, the ego really gets excited when you start your spiritual journey because it thinks that, you know what? I can perfect myself even more and be more in control once I acquire more spiritual wisdom. And this is all, like I said, part of how the journey unfolds. If this happens when we're stuck in the spiritual ego, we are stuck in the human condition, but with newly discovered spiritual reasons to justify us to stay aligned with limiting beliefs, self-defeating choices, and narrow viewpoints. You see, our ego is very interested in these mystical subject matters like mercury retrograde and sage and crystals and being an empath. And these all have a purpose on our journey. However, when we get so aligned and attached to these ideas that we give away our power because our ego is not interested in doing the work to change our behaviors and embody the characteristics of our soul, like forgiveness, non-judgment, peace, and self-worth, this is the realm of the spiritual ego. So what is spiritual ego? The best way that I can define it is this new spiritual mask or false identity that the ego recreates with spiritual information. So the spiritual journey is not about making our egos more educated with spiritual information or more powerful. It's to become more aligned with the qualities of the soul. So look at it as the ego 2.1. And it's not just about spiritual superiority. Like I'm more aware, you're less than, you're not even aware that you're on a path. That is one way that the spiritual ego manifests itself. The other way could be spiritual bypassing. John Wellwood, a Buddhist teacher and psychotherapist, came up with this term, which was called spiritual bypassing. And essentially what it means, it's the tendency of using spiritual ideas and practices to avoid facing unresolved emotional issues, psychological wounds, traumas. And if anytime something very uncomfortable, like say like Black Lives Matters or child trafficking or poverty or anything that's like a global issue that you feel is so big that you want to love and light it away, well, there's a purpose of anchoring light, but there's also when you're you want to avoid anything uncomfortable and kumbaya it away that could be spiritual bypassing or i'm an empath so i don't want to be around toxic people so you might avoid difficult conversations or growth relationships because you just want to shield yourself and it's not that shielding or protecting your energy is wrong it's when it comes from a place of judgment that it's still rooted in the spiritual ego Another way, like I said, like the spiritual superiority is spiritual ego for me definitely highlighted, and I didn't know this at the time, is that when you're on this path and you are around positive people, you're filling yourself up with information that makes you feel more hopeful than you previously had been experiencing in your life, you want to start only hanging out with high vibe people, having conversations with people who have like just the small talk. You're like, I don't have time for that. Or you realize the people that are your family and friends, they don't resonate with me. Like you feel very isolated and alone because there's not a lot of people talking about the spiritual stuff in your day-to-day life. And I've been really blessed that in my Instagram world, so many of you resonate with what I share. So many of you listening to this podcast, but that's not necessarily the case in my day-to-day life. And so in the beginning, I was trying to teach and preach and share and 
Initially, you thought it was coming from a good place. However, whenever you're teaching, preaching, sharing from a place of trying to change others, there is a bit of a manipulation that comes in underneath that if they changed, they would make my life easier. So the goal here is that one big way to try to break through the spiritual ego is that it's not about teaching, preaching, and changing others. It's about embodying the wisdom within yourself. Everything that you acquire, all the books that you read, and I read like tons and tons and tons of books. It's not just about what you know, it's about how you practice that. And so the ego's realm is about knowledge, right? Acquiring knowledge, which is all heady. Then the spiritual realm is wisdom, right? Universal truths. A lot of times spiritual egos be like, this is my truth or this is, and you feel like you're, you have a hall pass of being able to share what your truth is in the name of I'm being authentic. Well, there needs to be still a discretionary period of what you're sharing. Is it for the highest good of all? Does it mean that you back down from conflicts or things that need to be said? But it's is it coming from a heart-centered space or is it coming from a place of being right? So is it rooted in peace or is it rooted for the need to be right? Whenever it's rooted in the need to be right, that's spiritual ego, y'all. Like I said, I think it really hit me like a year and a half ago when I heard spiritual ego, this term from Matt Kahn, and it really clicked. Like, oh my goodness, like I've had these sure tell signs of spiritual ego. And I wanted to start moving out of it. And that's what I've been practicing, especially during the quarantine of really embodying what I've learned and not acquire new information, but just listen to the truth of my intuition. Like stop searching and looking and seeking and just being with myself because the thing is that spiritual egos really look for wisdom outside of them and sometimes you get that wisdom outside of you but it's at the cost of truly connecting to your own inner wisdom and that's where the problem lies we're trying to bridge that gap of reconnecting with our inner wisdom and sure different people different books different podcasts can certainly be signs and guideposts along our journey it's just that we're not so dependent on making others our gurus or other wisdom outside of us of guiding our path like trusting ourselves to know that we're going to be guided so how do we know we're in the realm of the spiritual ego so I just shared a few things, but let's go into this much deeper. The spiritual ego is armor plated, guys. It is the toughest nut to crack. And when you start feeling this spiritually inflated identity, there's different ways of recognizing that this is becoming stuck in ego land, spiritual ego land. Matt Kahn, in his book, Everything's Here to Help Me, really dives deep into this spiritual ego topic. And what he shares is that the spiritual ego learns spiritual insights and then they think they know everything about the world. So there is an air of, I know it, I know that, or I've learned that already. And that's where the problem lies. For them, you might notice that a same problem or pattern that you are consciously trying to heal keeps showing up over and over and over again. So you're aware that there's a problem and there's a pattern and there's some healing that needs to be done. But a spiritual ego would be like, I already worked on self-worth. I already thought I got this. Why is this showing up again? There is an air of resentment and also resistance. Maybe not so much resentment, but there's definitely resistance. I've already worked on that. I already know that. Or someone's trying to share something. Oh yeah, I already know that. When you say, I know that, 
you are closing yourself off to the wisdom of the infinite because here's the thing on every different phase and evolution and growth or different dimensions there are different rules different lessons different guideposts that we have to follow so when you say I know that yeah it might have worked in 3d world but in 4d or 5d world the rules are different and so the minute that you say I know that's when you're shutting yourself off that's ego talk it's about embracing the I don't know and it's being okay with the mysteries of life that's what I learned about the soul the soul is expansive and can be very comfortable in uncertainty because when they trust that the best case scenario is always working out that everything is here to help you even in the most greatest challenging experiences there's an air of ease in the midst of whatever chaos that's happening it's a different level of freedom altogether and the ego, right, is all about acquiring more. The name of the game is I'm not enough. I don't know enough. I don't have enough. And so when you're stuck in this rigmarole of I need to read more books, I need to acquire more knowledge, I need to learn, I need to heal, I need to do, do, do. This is the doing pattern now manifesting in a spiritual way because the ego is never satisfied with how much wisdom that it knows. It wants to acquire more, 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 more. And it kind of keeps you stuck in the hamster wheel of just wanting more, but then not practicing what you what you're learning and knowledge in your mind is worthless knowing all the spiritual wisdom but not applying a lick of it and practicing it what's the point of that right that is not the point of the journey right so don't get stuck in that whole acquiring but also really set time and energy aside of practicing when these things come up reactivity when things trigger you how are you going to heal and move through that so from my own experiences, some of the traits that I've noticed in myself or what I've now becoming aware of the spiritual ego, what I realize some of the traits are most commonly becoming very overly identified with spiritual wisdom and defending that knowledge. Like there's a spiritual righteousness that so you're moving from one argument, maybe it's low vibe like drama stuff to now arguing about spiritual stuff and trying to like prove yourself right. And so there's this air of spiritual superiority that comes in that I'm aware and you're less than because you're not on a spiritual path. You're not cautiously trying to better yourself. And so there's this tinge of spiritual superiority. And like I said before, if you feel like you only want to be around positive people, you can't make small talk with others who are not on this path. Here's the thing, like with the people who are in your friends and families who are not aligned with this, should you be talking about all this stuff? No. What you should be talking about is just being so able to be present and filling yourself up that you can talk about other people without needing your own need of talking about yourself. You can hold space for others. And you know what happens when you want to be only surrounded by people who bring love and light and peace and, you know, pot potentially spiritual bypassing and kumbayaing it and only high vibe. Everyone thinks the same and only being surrounded by those kinds of people. That, my friends, is a cult. You do not want to be in a cult. So that's why it's so necessary for you to have different sorts of personalities, energies, different grades, different vibrations because this is the dynamic of what life is trying to help us learn and grow. These are where the relationships happen and change can occur. So another big aha for spiritual ego is 
lack of radical self-honesty. So you're all about, I'm sharing my truth. I'm sharing my truth, but you're not sharing the truth. There's still a realm of judgment, but there's a spiritual reason attached to that judgment. And a lot of this can stem, I think, from there is awareness, but there's lack of self-observation and lack of awareness of others. So others' emotions, others' feelings. So it's still kind of self-focused. Um, you're still engaging with life in the same way. It's kind of like I can relate to this. Like pre-COVID, I thought I was so present that because I practiced mindfulness and meditation and then having an experience like COVID and quarantine and having all the external distractions stripped away, I was like, whoa, I had so much room for growth on how to be more present. Like now when I go for a walk outside, my experience of that is tenfold so much more present than it was ever before. Like I'm really kind of there. And even when I'm like engaging in something and I realize that I'm not there, I'm like, Ugh, there's so much depth here for me to still grow and to be present. So I think it's a reflection of your lifestyle too. Like, are you constantly rushing and you're not really slowing down, engaging with the, with life from an intimate space, right? So that's, that's still part of the spiritual ego. Like you have all this wisdom, but your life really hasn't changed. Like the pace of it, your need to hustle and constantly like make things happen and do things. There's no intuitive flow or grace or the, those who are aligned with spiritual egos, I know that are more aligned with learning rather than listening. They, or if they are listening, they're waiting so that they can give the next response or like the what if and, or the, but this. So it's more about being a teacher. It's more about not seeing yourself as a student, but it's like, I'm a teacher. I'm about sharing with others, but it's like, are you embodying the wisdom? And a lot of times they do not like being called out. Like being called out on any of this can make that old ego pattern roar. And so many of them will, you'll see, like they'll wear a mask, a blanket mask. So you'll see many of them wear like this blanket mask of positivity, which arises from fear. They're like, oh, just be positive. Oh, everything will be okay. Don't have a negative thought or don't have negative thoughts. And the reality is it's not about not having negative thoughts. It's not about not having negative reactions. The whole idea is that in the face of these experiences, how are you going to respond? And so it's not just about, oh, I'm just going to be positive because that's spiritual bypassing and that's not fully addressing it. And I think a lot of spiritual egos also, like myself, you don't give yourself permission to feel your emotions, especially the uncomfortable ones, like anger and anxiety. You think there's something wrong with you. Like you put yourself in such a perfectionism state, like, I need to, when I see my triggering family and friends, that I need to be able to stay calm and peaceful. And when you feel triggered, you beat yourself up. You're like, if I was more spiritual, then I'd be able to stay more calm. And I have so much to do and so much to learn. So you beat yourself up even more. So it's about giving yourself permission to feel all the feelings too. I made that mistake for such a long time that I can't feel anger or you suppress it because like that's not a spiritual thing way to behave or spiritual thing to do and you put yourself on this pedestal and other you think that other people do too that oh I can't behave like that because I'm 
they'll give the wrong impression to people. And that's just a bunch of baloney. Like the whole experience of being a human is to have all those array of emotions. It's just that how do you respond to them? So here are a few questions that you can ask yourself to really deeply reflect to see if you're in the realm of the spiritual ego and how you can help yourself break through this barrier. And so the first thing I think is a healthy dose of radical self-honesty. Like how open are you to receive constructive criticism from others without getting defensive and needing justification? Do you tend to speak and teach more than you listen? Do you find yourself trying to convince others and convert others? And if so, ask yourself, is this, what's this need for convincing and converting others? Is it really deeply rooted in their best interest to help them change? Or is there something tied into you? Is there a sense of pride or superiority? Whenever you're getting triggered by others, do you override healing opportunities by convincing yourself that you know more than them and therefore more spiritually superior? And which one are you more interested in? Teaching or coaching others intellectually and maintaining your role as a teacher or open-heartedly joining others where you're encouraged to be transparent, to express your emotional vulnerability and share your story and close the seeming gap between yourself and others like are you genuinely interested in other people's story are you grateful for how you can feel connected like those aha moments of oh my gosh i'm not alone like i live for those moments like when you share that it helped me understand myself a little bit deeper or i got that like i felt that way too is that what you live for is it just to be like i want to be a teacher and i want to share and i want to you know, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just like, what's the intention behind that teaching? I think the next really important thing to talk about is understanding the measuring stick of whether you are making decisions from your spiritual ego or from your soul's perspective. Like, so how do you know when you're activating and acting from your spiritual ego or your soul perspective? So I think the measuring stick becomes, is the way that I'm treating myself becoming nicer? And is the way that I'm treating others becoming more nicer, polite, and respectful? And that doesn't mean that you are walked over. That doesn't mean that you just stay mum when thing when there's injustice. It's just that, but are you genuinely developing self-worth and self-love and self-compassion on a daily basis? Like it is your full-time job to create a really bonding relationship with yourself so that's why I say self-worth is the starting point of the spiritual journey and that's what I like to implant in children at a young age because this is something that we can control the way we speak to them which starts becoming their inner voice so I think the litmus test really becomes can you be kind to people despite of how they treat you can you wake up every single day and say I choose to be a polite kind individual to whoever I meet today. And what is your common response when other people treat you potentially kind of rude, that are not kind, that are in a reactive state? Are you brought to that level? Or can you be rooted and stay grounded in your truth and your light? I think the other big component in litmus test is how do I respond to my emotional reactions or challenging situations? How do I respond to negative thoughts? Because this journey is not about, I have, I'm on a spiritual journey, so I no longer have negative reactions and negative thoughts. That's an illusion. We need to awaken out of this false belief. This is the ego trying to trick us. 
The problem is that most thoughts and reactions are reflection of what is still active in the collective unconscious. So it's not necessarily our thoughts and feelings. It's just a reflection of what's out there collectively. And so not all our thoughts and reactions are our own. I know that sounds kind of weird because you feel like, oh, of course I'm in control. But we, our mind, if, we're, if it's a clear vessel that's not foggy and distracted by our thoughts and the noise it's simply a receptacle which is just absorbing and understanding and just transmitting what it's experiencing around us so the whole thing is not that we have reactions or negative thoughts it's how do I respond to those reactions and negative thoughts do I beat myself up do I forgive myself do I give myself space do I give the other person space do I forgive quickly am I intimate with my mind am I loving towards my heart do I forgive when I make a mistake how do I move forward what is my intention when I make a mistake do I move forward well what am I meant to learn from this so it's what your relationship with your negative thought and your reaction is that's the most important thing this journey is not here to wipe away all reactions and negative thoughts I really needed to hit that home so ask yourself these really really important questions this is going to be your guiding light to see how much you're integrating into your soul how easy is it for me to be kind to my heart and to others how pleasant am I to others how do I treat my kids whether they're acting appropriately or not how do I view the world no matter how insane it may be asking yourself these questions and showing up from a more respectful polite kind-hearted compassionate empathetic place this is what embodying the soul is about it's not about walking the walk it's about changing your behavior and it's about modeling it that's what it truly is it's undoing these blocks that prevent us from truly shining our light in ways that make us act courageous, that makes us take these bold steps towards forgiveness and being kind to others, regardless of how someone on the other side is acting. It's just their behavior is a reflection of where they are at consciously. And so taking it personally is the biggest disservice that we can do because that creates a barrier and it never really has anything to do with us. It's just to simply a sign that there's so much anger and pain and frustration and fear within me I can't hold it in any longer so I have to spew it out and unfortunately sometimes we are at the receiving end of it and of course we nobody deserves to be disrespected but understanding that you can't touch my essence despite of what you say or regardless of how you act that is what's going to keep us anchored in our light and our peace no matter what we see outside of us So how will you respond from a soul-centered space? What is your behavior that you want to be no matter what someone says or does to you? What if everything in your life is here to help you practice responding differently? That's what your life is about. You're going to see how your response shifts as you grow, as you evolve, as you become more rooted in your soul. And remember, it's all about what choice is my heart asking me to make, no matter how unpopular or unpleasant it is with my ego. Can you still take that bold step of doing what your heart knows that's right? 
So I really hope this podcast gives you a better understanding of this middle ground, this spiritual ego land, which is part of every single one of our spiritual journeys, whether we are aware of it or not. And remember, on the path here, we are here to expand, grow, and learn, to relearn spiritual perspectives from a new point of view. But all that knowledge isn't worth anything unless it makes a difference in how we treat people, including ourselves, our loved ones, friends, and strangers, despite wherever they are on their spiritual journey. You have to have your responses, your words, your actions be in alignment coming from your highest values where your divinity is talking, not your ego. That's where the rubber hits the road on the spiritual journey. And that's what this is all about. We're all works and progresses without any exception. So own it, trust it, believe it, and work your way through the spiritual ego with awareness, with confidence, with trust, and connection to your heart-centered consciousness. Thank you so much, guys. I know this was another really deep, soulful conversation. You know, this is what I live for, but I really hope that it awakens something within you. And if you find value, please do share on Instagram. Please share with your friends. That truly helps this wisdom get out there in the world. And it is certainly needed right now for so many. So thanks, guys. I love being here with you. And until next week, Satnam. If you've been loving the Time and Talks podcast and you find value from it, I would be so eternally grateful if you take a moment of your time to leave a rating and review over at Apple Podcasts. And when you do, I love to gift you my seven day stress detox course. All you got to do is screenshot your review before you submit it. Email it to me at thejal at thejalvpatel.com. And when you do, I'll inbox you the details of the course. This course has my go-to tools anytime I feel impatient, angry, frustrated, frustrated and I come to them almost every single day and I promise these are the tools that you're going to want to have in your back pocket too and if you haven't purchased the meditation for kids book definitely do so now you can purchase it anywhere you buy books Amazon Barnes and Nobles Target IndieBound BAM and you can go to meditationforkidsbook.com to get more information on the meditation for kids masterclass course if you're a complete beginner in learning how to teach meditation to your kids this is the step-by-step roadmap that's going to teach you how to teach your kids meditation without having to become a certified meditation expert. Thank you so much, guys. Bye.